What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Debate from Roommate podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes. We are going to split today into NFC and AFC talk as we gear up for uh, Big Conference Championship Sunday. It's our last podcast devoted strictly to the NFL. Uh, as we get into 49ers, Packers, and Chiefs, Titans next week, we'll be back with a whole array of different topics, bring uh, baseball back into the equation with some of the controversy off the field in that sport, uh, maybe get you caught up on some college hoops, possibly debate some things uh, related to um, something that was just brought up, which is now our best and worst sports movies of all time, which is now going to be a topic next week because I'm super into that. So we'll be doing that as well. So uh, keep tuning in and supporting us. Uh, we have Aral, Luke, Sam, and Ben here to discuss the NFC game first, starting with the hometown team and the Packers. Eked one out against Seattle last Sunday. They'll be facing the 49ers, who pretty much dominated Minnesota from start to finish in their divisional game. The Packers were 7.5-point underdogs on the West Coast. The first meeting uh, between these two teams this year was a destruction, to say the least. Uh, the Packers could barely manage a first down in that one until it was garbage time, and the Niners dominated. Will we see a repeat of that? Will we see a much closer game, or can the Packers completely flip the script and pull off a victory? Which of my uh, esteemed cohorts would like to begin discussing this NFC game? Well, I would like to begin, and I would like to say that the Niners are really hot right now, and the Packers, I think, um, it's going to be a really good game because both teams, I think, are now, even though in the regular season they didn't, it didn't look like they were equally matched, I think right now, just the pressure on Aaron Rodgers and like the Packers team, I think that they'll be doing better than they have before or like against the Niners. The pressure is going to help them. Yeah. Why do you think that the Packers have extra pressure compared to San Francisco? I said this last week and I'm going to say it again. People blamed well, people blame Mike Mike McCarthy for not for the reasons of non-success and they have a new coach now who's a very good coach and they're kind of using that as an excuse so they have to really live up to it and show them and Aaron Rodgers has to show that he's still Aaron Rodgers and it wasn't it wasn't because of bad coaching. So in your view they have not done that already by getting to this point. Coming well, no, up a, a losing season, they a really have, disappointing season. They have, but I think they can do better. Okay. Anyone else thoughts on this game? Um I think the Niners are gonna just do the exact same things they did in the regular season. Uh I mean you've seen in the uh regular season going downhill from like after after their first loss you saw them, they were still very good, but then the last like couple weeks, I've just seen them go downhill more, especially that uh, Week 17 game against Seattle. I think that was a very disappointing uh, way to end the season, even though they won. They only won by like a yard. The defense showed some cracks in the armor a little bit. Right, yeah, and I think, I think the Packers, it really depends on their O-line because – Last time they played, they really just got run over by uh, the great D-line that the Niners have. But uh, and with Brian, I think the big thing about that is Brian Balaga. He's questionable mm-hmm. to play, and he didn't play last week. Uh, so if he could play, he can help uh, David Bakhtiari and the great O-line there. Yeah, I think Luke hit on the number one key to the game, and that's the Packers' offensive line. Uh, if they get pushed back like they did uh, back in the regular season and Minnesota – so offensive line was completely dominated by San Fran. It's going to be a long night for the Packers. Rodgers a bit more mobile than Cousins, uh, but at the same time, the Minnesota offensive line gave Cousins no shot to even do anything in that game, uh, and certainly Minnesota's receivers didn't help either. You've got to think, though, that where Seattle neglected to double Devonta Adams consistently and take him out and make Rodgers throw to his secondary receivers, that Shanahan and the Niners won't make that same mistake. Um, 
depending on how they move Adams around, he could be up against Sherman at times too on the left side. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, they account for that and uh, try to not make the same mistake that I think cost Seattle the game. You know that Adams is going to be Rodgers' first look every single time he drops back. Make Allison, uh, Valdez Scantling, those, even Jimmy Graham, who's been shaky this year, make those guys beat you. If San Francisco does, I think they'll be set up for success. Yeah, I think the, the D-line, I think the O-line for the Packers is going to have a very long night because the when you look at the game against the Packers, the D-line did do very good, and I think they've grown even more like the young players like Nick Bosa, uh, DeForest Buckner. I think they've grown even more, and they're going to be even a bigger threat. But what's kind of concerning is Devontae Adams because we have Richard Sherman, who is a good corner, but our second corner, uh, Witherspoon, I don't think I think it'll be a little harder for him because he's. Oral's a Niners fan. So yeah, that's yeah, our. That's yeah. where the hour comes. Yeah, sorry, from. but I think it'll be a little harder for him to um, uh, lock up like different receivers. So. I mean, I just think this really comes down to the fact that the 49ers are better in pretty much every single area of football. <laughs> I mean, they've got a, an outstanding running game, and the Packers don't stop the run well. Yeah. I think they have a deeper receiving core and a more multi-dimensional receiving core. You think about Samuel's ability to go over the middle. Sanders can run a number of different routes. Pass. Kittle's the best tight end in football. Uh, they've got nice diversity there, and I love the... I love the aggressiveness of their defensive line and how frequently they're able to get pressure uh, and cause opposing quarterbacks to immediately go to their first read or uh, scramble and kind of break up plays and the disruptive nature of that D-line. I don't think the Packers can accomplish the same thing with their defense. A very young secondary on Green Bay's side. I don't see one area necessarily, including coach, that Green Bay is better. In fact, you could even argue that Garoppolo's had just as good of a year as Rodgers has had. Uh, so in that way, normally I wouldn't like laying over a touchdown in a championship game, but I will with San Francisco here because I just think they have so many different ways to win. Ben? All right, so I think that this game comes down to the defense. The Packers have a very balanced um, offense. Last week they were very like split between uh, pass and rush numbers. They had almost the same amount of pass plays as run plays, but the Packers' defense thrives off of turnovers, and Jimmy G is turnover-prone. So I think that if he can take care of the ball, the Niners will win. But if he throws a pick or two, I think this game will be close. And that's the one thing where you can pretty much rely on Rodgers. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to throw the ball to the other team. Does he hang on to it sometimes too long? Yes. Does he not take enough chances? Maybe. But Garoppolo has the potential to throw two or three picks. That's been kind of his one major weakness so far as he's evolving as a quarterback. And if he does that, if he uh, gives the Packers some extra possessions – then maybe they can hang in there. Sam? Sure. The Packers' defense has been looking excellent this season, but it really comes down to Aaron Rodgers. And against the 49ers' defense, they just made him look like any regular quarterback instead of Aaron Rodgers, who's supposed to be one of the best. So that was really one of his worst performances of all time. And I think that the pressure that the defense can put on Rodgers... It was. It was one of his worst career games. Yeah, and just disable him from doing anything, really. That's how the 49ers are going to win the game. Yeah, and that's not on Rodgers. Like, it's any quarterback. How disruptive... 49ers' defensive front can be so disruptive, there's no quarterback who can get in a rhythm. Maybe the best chance would be like a Russell Wilson because he can scramble. But I look at last week and how close that game was with Seattle. Seattle's a below-average roster. And that's why I stand by Russell Wilson purely as we're talking about them. Who's the most valuable player to their team? Yeah. I still think it's Wilson, even over Jackson, because I just think everything surrounding Wilson is so pedestrian. 
the fact that he was able to carry them to even coming within a possession of the NFC Championship game shows his greatness. The Packers are just facing a whole different animal this week. I know the two games were close between the two teams, but to me, San Francisco was just light years above with their depth, their ability to win in multiple ways, uh, their explosiveness. I just don't see this thing staying close in the second half as much as I'd like to see a competitive game. It's hard to envision. Luke? Yeah, I think that the... I think the only reason why uh, Seattle was able to stay um, with the Niners is definitely because of Russell Wilson. Like uh, the, like you saw in the Packers game, all he did, they couldn't ru- run the ball at all, and uh, all it was was little out routes, and Russell Wilson just... Yeah, uh, as I told everyone, scrambling. Marshawn Lynch is useless. Yeah. Oh, he throws Skittles. Wee! Like, he's so <laughs> overrated. Hey, he just runs in the line for a yard every time. Like, maybe he was good in his prime, but what an overrated story. Yeah. And that's he, my side rant. Go ahead. And he just, uh, hey, every time, the that's and that's the only reason the Niners have gotten their losses from rushing quarterbacks. I mean, except for the Falcons' loss. Um, they, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson, who do a really good job of like you saw last week in the Packers game, how the secondary was putting up, uh, playing really well for the Packers. He had nowhere to throw and mm-hmm. just would scramble outside. And I, and I don't think like Garoppolo's uh, capable of that. But yeah, uh, that's why the Niners are good. Two possible hidden <laughs> factors here: one, their two trips to the West Coast for Green Bay this year has not gone well, including the Chargers game. Oh yeah, and they completely laid an egg there. <laughs> also, Matt Lafleur. His brother is on the 49ers yeah, he's, staff. Yeah, he's the offensive Little inside info, coach. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's, and he, uh, and he, like, give him and some he's tips. Like really good friends with tips. Shanahan, too. Yeah. He, he probably knows what's going to oh, yeah. like, what kind of play. That's what I'm saying. tips. I think it's going to be a NFC coach Anyone else got thoughts? I do. So, um, last week when I was watching the Niners game, they definitely locked down Dalvin Cook. They didn't – he he had oh, probably the worst game he had. And that was the key for Minnesota. We talked about that. Yeah, and and – Aaron Jones is also a very good running back, and if the Niners can stop him, I mean, then he's gonna have to look on the pass on at passes. And like I said, Alan Lazard is questionable, so their second best receiver. And if they can lock up Devontae, yeah. I think it's game over. But. I mean, I, it, Jones is key because if the Packers can get to second and four and third and two, there's gonna be less of an opportunity for the Niners to pin their ears back and blitz. Yeah, and, and also something good about the Niners is they have three running backs who can. Run the ball. So if, if one of them right. is having an off day, like, that's what he does. He plays the hot hand. Yeah, Mostert's bad game. They can go to Coleman, yeah. Burita. Yeah, and the guy who uh, digs beat for the touchdown, who was the starting corner, ended up getting benched, and I'm sure they're not going to play him. Oh, in this game. Name? Yeah, they they try to use him again, and then they end up having to pull him mid game last time. I don't know if maybe it was Witherspoon. But the thing I'm worried about is even if Jones is able to run the ball and they can get into second and third and short, I still think the Niners can get pressure even without blitzing. Yeah, and that's the hallmark of a great line. Sam and then Ben. Yeah, completely expanding on your idea, on your idea are all about the running backs. The 49ers have the advantage because they have all the weapons in the right positions, so they can go rushing offense, and then once the defense starts to adjust, they can just throw a deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders or get guaranteed. Or you get like a short pass to Kittle, to Kittle and he'll make it to like 30 yards. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, go ahead, Sam. Sorry. So they can just keep going, and the Packers really can't really adjust to their defense. Because the 49ers just have too many weapons on offense. And the f- drive that they had, what was it, eight runs, no passes to score a touchdown? Yeah. Like that was, that's the type of football you never see anymore. Like just that old school, uh, control the line of scrimmage, our line's better than your line, helmet to helmet, 
you know, ground and pound football. You, you almost never see drives like that. It was kind of refreshing. Ben? So, kind of like how Raw was saying, I don't think the Packers have enough offensive weapons to win this game. They've got Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Those are their two best offensive players by far. But after that, their best offensive weapons are Jamal Williams. Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy, well. Obviously, like, he's a quarterback, well, yeah, so he has to Like, Jimmy Lazard's Graham. questionable, too. Jamal yeah. Williams, Alan Lazard. Like, those are their number twos for everything like that. So they're just, like, not names that you can rely on. Really. You never know. Maybe I'd like to see them target a second receiver in the draft. Maybe a Donald Driver would like to come back out of retirement for them. Mrs. Detloff would like that. Like favorite player. Driver All-time favorite player. Okay, any other thoughts on this game? Anyone picking the Packers to win? Anyone picking the Packers to cover seven and a half? I am. So Ben is. Ben's a lone ranger on that one. All right, sounds good. So we'll bring in our uh, next crew here. Uh, as we make the transition to the AFC game, we have a very rare occasion where we have a similar line. In fact, the exact same line on the AFC game. The Chiefs looking possibly dead and buried at 24-0. Um, let Bill, Bill O'Brien do his best to lose that game with a fake punt up 24-7. And the Chiefs, from there, rolled. Um, amazing performance by their offense after they stopped dropping passes. Patrick Mahomes was locked in. Uh, so many big plays. I know they had some short fields that helped them, but there was pretty much no doubt the Chiefs at halftime were going to uh, take control of that game completely and pull away from Houston. So they get home field in the AFC Championship game against the Cinderella team of the playoffs, the 9-7 Titans. They have done something that was unthinkable going into New England and Baltimore and winning both games. Can they pull off the trifecta and now go into Kansas City? Another really difficult home environment and go to the Super Bowl. Titans are seven and a half point underdogs to the Chiefs. Does anyone here, uh, and I'm welcoming Quinn, Michael, Ben, two Bens, Tyler, and Andrew, does anyone think the Titans not just have a chance to stay close, but are actually going to win and go to the Super Bowl? I think that they have a really good chance at winning if Derrick Henry stays hot and if he can ground, if he can ground and pound and Tannehill makes big throws when he needs to. Are they going to win? Yes. You said I have a really good chance. You got a ticket. I, I think stand. that they win okay. because Kansas City's defense has been shaky. I think Derrick Henry he he's rushed for like 180 yards in two consecutive games. I think that he'll do that again, or something like that. And then Brian Tannehill, he just needs to. He hasn't thrown that much in the playoffs, and I think he's going to make big throws when he needs to on you know third and five, third and six downs. Yeah. Keep keep their drives moving, and you know Derrick Henry. He's, they can take 10-minute drives or something like Henry that. Henry had 188 yards and two touchdowns against the Chiefs the first time they played. Yeah, they can take – Derrick Henry can waste so much time off the clock, give that Tennessee defense a breather, not let Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey get into rhythm. And then it's a it can be a lot closer game than everybody thinks. I've never seen anyone go from draft bust to superstar as quickly as Derrick Henry did. Like at the end of last season, he was averaging like – under three yards of carry, and he was looked at as a kind of a wasted pick. Introduce you to Derrick Henry. Man, and now he's... Russian leader. <laughs> Big trust. Woo-woo. He's just taken <laughs> off. If, it'd be, it's funny because, like, if this happened in baseball, everyone would say that no, that person's on steroids. Like if Avisil Garcia hit 55 home runs for the Brewers this year, that's what Derrick Henry's doing. Because he was a big prospect. Now he's just taken off, and it's funny how in football we don't even think about that. Andrew? All righty. My turn to talk. Okay. <laughs> make it count or I'll cut you off. All right, all right. I'll make this one count, guys. 
I won't try to be that funny. So I think that obviously, obviously the Titans are going to win. I say that obviously. I mean, okay, Kansas City, um, Kansas City defense, no, no. They're not good. They're not good. They don't have a run-stopping defense. Derrick Henry so, took Earl Thomas and made him a pass blocker. That's pathetic. Pass? You mean a rush blocker? Whatever. Chiefs are 29th in the NFL in uh, rushing. Their defense is right here. Okay, and what's not – I mean, Ryan Tannehill proved he could pass the ball last game. He's proved he could pass the ball since when he came he in the season. He relies off the play action from Derrick Henry. We haven't seen him have to. Do but that. that works to work, Ben, because the defense isn't good at. Uh, Andrew's saying though that he's not gonna. He's not the, gonna have to do anything different if they can the run the ball. Henry, gonna work. It's the same they can run it. And I mean the defense. Don't count out tech, uh, tech, the Titans' defense. They have one a good defense. On defense. Okay. Um. I forgot. His name. He's my favorite player. How did I forget his name? Oh my <laughs> god. What? You did bring him up last on the safety, right? Yeah, uh, Kevin Byard. Yeah. That's his name, 31. And He's Logan good. Ryan's done really well yeah. as a corner, too. Oh, it's in Brandon Woodward good or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, the strength of the Titans is their offensive line. Well, it, it's been, and that's why I'd, I'd hesitate paying Henry after the season. He's a free agent. I just think the combination of the O-line and Henry has created this incredible run. I'm not sure how sustainable it is. But can it sustain for one more game or two more games? Definitely. because I mean, Taylor Luan's going to be able to block yeah. uh, Chris Jones. That's their only really good run stopper. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs are just defense. not good against the run. Their defense has improved the last six weeks. But not enough. Not this. enough. Yeah, not enough. Let's go to Quinn next. I feel like this was a mindset going into the Titans-Baltimore game. Everybody was expecting a blowout, Baltimore over, Titan, or Baltimore over the Titans. But, I mean, Ryan Tannehill has been unstoppable, and the Titans have been unstoppable the last eight games. And, I mean, I know the Baltimore and the Chiefs semi were like unstoppable for the regular season but Ryan Tannehill they've been basically undefeated with him as starting quarterback and I look at what they did to the really good offense of Baltimore and I know the Chiefs offense is more of a passing offense rather than a rushing offense mm -hmm. but I think of what they did to the at the time best team in the NFL I feel like they can pull it off against another great team so here's something you probably don't know the Titans are eight and nine in their or They've won eight of their last nine games. Their only loss coming to a really good 13-3 and three Saints team. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs, their, lost lo their last loss was to the Titans. Yeah. It's been that They're long since they lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mahomes really hot teams. And Mahomes looks as healthy as he's ever looked all year. I mean, since the yeah, thing happened in Denver. Problem. Having Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sam What did Tyreek Hill do last game? Nicole Hardman. What did Tyreek Hill do last what? game? What did he do last game? He's, it, he's a it doesn't matter if he's a weapon. What did he do last game? What has he done in the playoffs? It's one game. But still, it's okay. the playoffs. Yeah, continue. Andrew, Andrew. Continue. I saw their team drop 51. This is what I can't see. The Titans, they're going to have their moments where they get their seven-minute drives and they score. Like They either get three or seven. They're going to be that team. But the Chiefs can score so fast. Like in when you, If you put the Titans in a two-minute drill – Think they can think they can score? Do Ryan Tannehill orchestrate an offense in two minutes? Yes. I do. Yeah. You can't re rely on Derrick Henry. You think who who with Corey Davis and AJ Brown? Brown? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I don't AJ think so. I do. Yeah. I take Corey Davis. <laughs> I do. Tannehill. I mean, I what, Tannehill threw to the third you, string tight end to end the Patriots game on third the down. The Ravens are the Ravens are trash in the playoffs. When, when Tannehill Patriots play when Tannehill when Tannehill has had to throw when he's made big throws Absolutely. when they've. Put on you know play action throw deep play he, action. Who's the dude that caught the incredible touchdown in the left corner against Baltimore? 
was that? Name, name, name. Brown? No, who was no, it? Was, it, no, was, it was their third or fourth string. All I'm saying is wide receiver. Tannehill's, like, Tannehill's throws are elevating everyone. No, the, the Chiefs are going to blow by the Titans. I know. If the Titans, Titans can run the able, ball, though, the Titans that's less to, time for Mahomes to be the on the field. The Titans won't be able to stop the Chiefs. That'd be Tyreek, Kelsey, Watkins, Hardman. I can keep going on. Williams. They've got a safety. Their free safety can do it all. He literally. Free safety guard Kelsey. Kevin Byard can do it all. He can guard Hill. He can stop the Uh, run. He posted 11 tackles at free safety against the Ravens. 11 tackles, one interception. So you guys brought up how that last Chiefs loss was to the Titans. That was only by three points. In my opinion, that's not too great of a number, one possession game. And one great, one great First win. First game, Mahomes was back. Ben, stop yeah. interrupting. Let him finish. One game that stood out to me was the game against the Raiders. Josh Jacob offense. They have. He's a great running back. They beat him forty to nine. You guys have been dissing pretty much the um, Chiefs defense. They're running, but he they stopped him during that game. I don't know why that he can't stop Derrick Henry. Here's the thing, though. If I told you that Mahomes was going to throw for four hundred and forty-eight yards in this game. And he was going to, uh, and, and Tyreek Hill was going to catch 11 passes and Travis Kelsey seven. Would you say that the Chiefs were going to win? Yeah. Most likely, but you're going to have this game and they're going to say Most no. likely, mm-hmm. easily, if that happened. Those are the exact stats from the game that the Titans won in the regular season. Uh-oh. Exact stats. Really? Really. Okay, well that was his first. Game. I'm saying you can name all you can name all these great skill players, but yeah. so you're, it, say, you're saying wait, that wasn't that his, when Watkins was hurt? Wasn't that when so that's his, his you know Sammy his first Watkins game back is the key was to the game. Sammy Watkins is a good receiver. <laughs> Sammy Watkins is a way over the hill. Quinn? Sammy Watkins is a good. I feel like the Titans I take adjusted really well to Baltimore's running offense, and I feel like the Chiefs are more of a passing offense, definitely more passing offense, and I feel like if they do that same thing that they did to Baltimore's run, and if they do that against the Chiefs' passing offense. They can easily shut him down. Derek Henry rushes for three touchdowns. Tannehill throws for one. They win this game outright. Like to hear just your like perspective on this, Tyler. I think the Chiefs and their offense—they're just—it's just gonna be too much for the Titans. It's just gonna be too fast-paced. Mahomes is gonna be passing for a ton of yards, a lot of catches, and it's just gonna be too much for the Titans' defense as of right now. But, I mean, Ben makes a good point. Beckman does in that. It doesn't really matter if the Titans control the clock because the Chiefs can score in a blink of an eye. So time of possession might not really matter. The Titans have to grind out eight-minute drives to score, but the Chiefs can score in three plays. So, Ben Van Bell? One thing about Pastor Mahomes that I think is really going to stick out during this game is his arm strength. Even when they get pressure on and the play looks like it's he's going to have to throw it away, he'll do these little flick passes that'll get 20 yards because the linebackers are over-pursuing. Mm-hmm. That's what I think will be the big key in the game for him. Okay. They're not going to be able to sack him at all, and he's going to be very healthy throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have too much trouble with Lamar, though, who was a scrambling quarterback. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, he, when no he scrambles, he runs. He doesn't necessarily throw. Um, yeah, but Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. Well, that's important. That's a good distinction. Lamar also Lamar, can't. Mahomes, since he Lamar's has, made an art out of throwing on the run side. No, Lamar also doesn't see the field like Mahomes. The Titans yeah, have right. been eight and nine in the last nine games, and they've been playing unstoppable. Eight, 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 eight and one. Yeah, eight. My bad. Eight of nine. The Chiefs, I, I don't the care, they beat the Chiefs too. Here. They beat the Chiefs too. Last and they beat the Baltimore Ravens. Out two of the most goal. unstoppable teams in the NFL. Yeah, the Ravens, you, you never. Okay. So Andy Reid has been. Um, How can you not just the Ravens? Andy Reid has played as the Chiefs coach against the Titans four times. He's been favored in all four games. He's lost all four. Mm. Just a little, mm. little, little nugget for you. History. little nugget. History. 
Elliot? Okay. Andrew Elliot? History whiz. Okay. Um, this is what I think. I think if we're talking about the wood, uh, the linebackers, Brandon Woodyard will be able to cover the pass. He can obviously do it. You wanted to, I think it was either it was Kenny Vaccarol or it was one of their – It was one of their DBs. He said it. He goes, to stop Lamar Jackson, the interviewer was like, to stop oh, yeah. Lamar Jackson, what do you do? He goes, uh, it's like Madden. We just – it was like Madden stopped the one we ran in gauge eight every single play. And I think they're the same thing. They're going to run cover four deep with well, all their DBs. playing against Willie Snead. and O's. They're playing against Willie Snead. Yes, I, right. I, right. I know that's my Madden. I know my Madden. You're right. They were playing against, against Jamal Williams. Pro Williams. One thing that's really wait, wait, wait. stood out to me. Pro. You guys are mentioning all these Chiefs weapons, though. What stood out to me is Mike Vrabel has been like awesome guy. in the playoffs as far as game planning goes. He had a great thing going against the Patriots as far as play calling and his manipulation of the clock at the end of the game. Uh, Baltimore, he uh, had a, a, a great plan to contain Lamar Jackson, take away some of his big weapons, and I loved uh, the diversity of play calling on offense too. So, I mean, Vrabel's been on fire, and i got to think that he's going to scheme up something as a defensive mind to at least limit some of these Chiefs playmakers that we're mentioning. And they're going to have a better plan on Kelsey than Bill O'Brien did. Yeah, Ben. So ever since Patrick Mahomes came back this season, they've only had one one-possession game, and that was to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You guys are talking about Derrick Henry and all that. I think he's a good player. I think they're. I think the Titans are a good team, but they've only had one one-possession game against the Patriots. I just terrible team. I just see terrible team in the Patriots. I'm just I'm just looking. I see Patrick Mahomes and Ryan Tannehill. I look I look at both of them and I go. Oh, this team has Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna go with this. I'm team just looking week. at it and saying uh, the Titans have gone eight and one. Would in you have said the same thing last week? I'm not gonna say that. Would you have said the same thing? Are we forgetting about Cameron Wake? Mahomes has proved us he can perform in big time in prime time. I think we're forgetting about Cameron Wake. Would you have said the same thing last week? What? Said the same thing. Oh, it was Ryan Tannehill on one side and Lamar Jackson on the other. Who am I gonna take? Well, I did. Ryan Tannehill, the experienced veteran. You did say that. I did say that last week. But so Mahomes is above Jackson in your mind. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, I would say that maybe not this season because he's injured, but I, mean, I would I would say Mahomes is above Jackson. Lamar's one of those regular season guys can't live up to the hype. Well, we don't know that yet. We, we don't know that, know that yet. I mean, we kind of do. No, we really okay, don't. What is Mahomes do done in the playoffs? I mean, wait. Well, how many pass yards did he have against the, the Chargers? How many yeah. straight AFC championship games? He should have won an AFC games? championship he, last year. He, he lost to the Patriots. I know, though. but Tom Brady threw an interception. Yeah, and, Tom, and then the Patriots won the Super Bowl. So you can't. Mahomes, really take well, they scored like thirty-five points tonight. I mean, Mahomes has played well in all three yeah. of his playoff games. Yeah. Wait, I think we're forgetting about um, the Titans linebacking court: Rashad Evans, Wesley Woodyard, and they have Cameron Wake. You can't He's forget a pretty about, good pass rusher. You can't forget you about him if you ever don't think about him. Because they're underrated. They're underrated, everyone. They're underrated. My, my brain's in a pretzel after that. <laughs> the Titans are underrated. They're underrated, everyone. Andrew, when they all rush, I just said that three times. When they all rush, I should be on a fortune cookie. Obviously, they're not underrated because five people on the. Shut up, Ben. Reggie Gilbert is on their linebacking court. And David. David Long. Derek Robertson. Harold Landry. Let's go around the table here. DeAndre Ward. what's your pick? Oh, Titans. Easily. East. Quinn's saying Titans to win and cover. Michael? Titans by a field goal. Titans so Titans the cover, Chiefs win. Chiefs. T- Titans, Titans win by a field goal. Okay. Chiefs by so th- both, okay. Chiefs by three touchdowns. Chiefs by three touchdowns. Chiefs. For Do you have to say how much? Yeah, how much? Chiefs by 17. So easily cover for both bends. Tyler? Chiefs 31-17. Okay, so pretty easy cover, 14. Titans by seven. Titans by seven. So we've got three straight up Titans picks here. I think that uh, Chiefs are going to. I think the Chiefs are going to win by a field goal. Uh, I'll take the points, especially with that uh, little extra half point plus a touchdown. I do think Tennessee is going to control 
the first half. Uh, I do think Mahomes, though, late is going to pull, pull a rabbit out of his hat. I think the motivation from last year's tough loss at home to New England um, is going to push them over the edge. And at some point, I think this Tennessee magic's going to run out. Although I do like their chances to keep it close and be much more competitive in the NFC game. So next week, we're back with uh, bringing all kinds of different topics to the table, take a little break from the NFL, and then we'll be back in two weeks uh, with a complete Super Bowl preview. Uh, just so everyone is, I know everyone's waiting on pins and needles at home to see the winner of our picks contest. Right now, it's Andrew Elliott and Mr. Hayes at the top of the list. Oh, because oh, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew got Andrew the first. Hey, it worked. It worked for him. Clearly, I didn't copy your list because I'm in first no, and you are not Ben Beckman. <laughs> the winner will get to choose the topics on a yes, mid-February I- podcast. So yeah, that's to look forward to. My topics are gonna be pretty cool. That's all Stop I'm saying. Yeah. Don't count your chickens before that's they hatch. All I'm your topics are going. I have too many chickens. Why are you walking into the wall? Why are you walking?